hope and peace. There's no doubt that we are living in a difficult season. Everybody will agree to that. A time when things seem to be spiraling out of control. Yet, as Christians, we have this hope that through it all, God is still doing something extraordinary. As a pastor, I hear all sorts of stories about this, that, and the other. And I listen, but in the back of my mind, I'm reminded of what Jesus said at the close of his earthly ministry. Lo, I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. And despite the fact that Jesus said it, and we should believe it, this can be a hard promise to digest when you're facing, you know, a critical situation or facing some problem that seems to be overwhelming. But if we know God to be true and faithful to his word, then the statement must have credibility in every situation or circumstance. God must be up to something for us, for the person in crisis or despite us. Either way, God has a sovereign plan at work for all involved. Recently, a lady in crisis said to me, I feel like I'm praying all day as if I'm begging God. Then I catch myself and tell myself, stop and trust God. I responded by saying, God's not hard of hearing. Sometimes our praying is not for God to hear us, but for us to know that God is listening. We don't have some disconnected God. We have a God who cares about where we are and what we're going through. Even if the results of what we pray for don't seem to come out in our favor, it does not diminish the magnificence of our God's love for us. He is still love. But what does God's love say? to the situations we go through when we're suffering or in discomfort. Well, I'll tell you what it says. His love speaks hope. That is what it means to have God with us always. It means hope. It means at any moment, things may turn around. When Jesus came into the world, peace became a possibility in every situation. It was no longer way out there in the great beyond waiting for the right moment to come into our lives. When Jesus arrested a manger in Bethlehem with his presence, hope and peace had an address. It had a location. It had a place for us to direct our expectation. Jesus is the light of the world. Not because there are not other people who have done great things, but because Jesus represents the supreme ideal of a holy God. He is the embodiment of light, hope, and peace. For instance, when we're in trouble, we say, Jesus. When we need inspiration, we say, Lord, speak. When we don't understand what's going on around us, we say, Lord, have mercy. There is this intrinsic yearning for God to speak so that we can you know, be all right. In other words, we're looking and expecting for hope to come so that we can have peace of mind. When Israel was in captivity, it felt like God had doomed them to a permanent exile. It felt like God's mercy had gone missing in action, you know, AWOL. Yet their exile was God's will to produce a penitent people. They had strayed away and wouldn't listen to his voice. So exile became the only way to get their attention. When we have trials in our lives and God does not answer or seems to be silent, it feels like God's mercy has gone missing. Yet he promises to never leave us. Our situations get worse. Our hearts get heavier. Still no answer from God. Yet where is he? What, what is God doing? Where is the love? Where is the mercy? I, I, I don't have peace. 
the promise of God for Israel in Jeremiah 29 and 11 was, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. The truth of that text is that in 70 years, God would perform his good word toward his people. I understand that we may not have 70 years. I also understand that God knows exactly how long we do have. Therefore, we must learn to trust God's intention. The captivity had purpose and it was not without a watchful eye. Even though they were in a tough place, God was still watching. That's the part we must remember when we're dealing with difficult matters. God is watching. And because of his love, we can count on his compassion. It may not come now, but it will surely come. Our pain, whatever it may be, is not without purpose. Sometimes it is to teach some lesson that only that particular situation can teach. At other times, it is to draw us close to God who desires to hear our voice in prayer. Then it could just be one of those things we have to endure until we come out victorious on the other side. Either way, there is hope and there will be peace. God's thoughts for his people are peace and not evil. God has a future and a hope for all of us, no matter what it looks like at the time. And just like God had a future peace and hope for Israel, he has one for you and me. This is the thought we must rally around. Not the problem or the dilemma or the pain or the crisis or the sickness or any number of things that could be going on or going wrong. We must rally our hope around a God that loves us so much that despite our undeserving nature, he came into this world just to die so that we would not be lost. And that is exactly what it feels like when you're going through struggles. It feels like you're lost. We feel powerless, but listen to me, we are not. God has a future for you. God has hope for you. God has peace for you. And it came in the form of a person. His name is Jesus. A baby in a manger was God's future hope for humanity. He is the wisdom of God for what we go through. When in doubt, look at Jesus and trust God's intention, even when you can't understand what he's doing. There's a saying that says, when you can't trace God's hand, Trust is love. And if you ever doubt God's commitment to humanity's future peace and hope, just remember the manger in Bethlehem. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So then, what is God's hope for the world? that we may know him and the power of his resurrection. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food. Soul Food.